Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, everybody. Our God is great, and he's greatly to be praised. Uh, This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. It is Resurrection Sunday, uh, and we celebrate the day that our Savior was risen from the dead, and we praise his name. Come on, hallelujah. Come on, let's praise his name this morning. If you're at home, clap your hands. Just tell him, thank you. Thank you for your blood, Jesus. You're worthy, Lord God. You're an awesome God. Uh, the scripture that I want to come from today is 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And I'm going to read verse 55 to verse 58. And it says, O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. That's something to praise God for today. We thank him that we're able to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Can we just praise his name today? Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you for another day, God. We thank you, Jesus, that you have risen, that you died on the cross for us and rose again with all power, Lord God, and your blood washed us clean from sin, Lord God. We thank you that you were the ultimate sacrifice. Thank you, God, for doing everything that you've done for us. Now, Lord, have your way in this service. Lord, touch those that are home, Lord God. Give them peace, Lord Jesus, in their mind. Lord God, give them strength in the name of Jesus. Give them um, encouragement, Lord God, and just continue to dwell with them, Lord God. And we thank you right now for the victory. We thank you that this battle is already won, Lord God, for your word says that the battle is not ours, but it is yours. And knowing that the battle is yours, that means we already know that it's won. So, Lord God, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for the end of this uh, virus. We thank you, God, for healing, and we thank you, God, for the victory. We love you, and we praise your name. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Now, if you're at home, come on and give him praise. And if you're here, come on and give him praise. Hallelujah. The Son of God is lifted high. He is exalted. Hallelujah. Come on, lift up your hands and just give God praise. Hallelujah. We magnify your name. You're a holy God. Well, come on, let's clap our hands right here. Oh! 
Son of God is lifted high. The 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 Son of God is lifted high. Well, come on, if you're home, just clap your hands this morning. And we magnify you today. The Son of God is magnified. The Son of God. Come on, y'all, let's sing to him this morning. The Son of God is magnified. The Son of God is magnified. The Son of God is magnified. You be magnified over what's going on, God. The Son of God.
Lift him up, lift him up, hallelujah, till he speaks from eternity, hey, and if I, if I be lifted up from the earth, I'll draw unto me hallelujah now he deserves a praise hallelujah he's won the victory hallelujah I said he's won the victory death couldn't hold him down sin could not hold him down sickness could not hold him down he has all power in his hands hallelujah come on let's worship him today hallelujah you're a holy God, you have won the victory, hallelujah, you have won the victory,
sing it all together again. We say hallelujah. You have won. You have won the victory. Hey, say hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have won. Hallelujah. Death could not hold you. You are the risen King. Seated in majesty. So you are the risen King. Listen, I heard this from Rich Tolbert. He said this He'll get the glory. He'll get the glory. Somehow he'll always, he'll always get the glory. I know it looks dark, but he'll get the glory. He'll get the glory. Somehow he'll always, he'll always get the glory. One more time, say, he'll get the glory. He'll get the glory. Somehow he'll always He'll always get the glory. I don't know what you're going through, but he'll get the glory. Hey, he'll get the glory. Somehow he'll always, he'll always get the glory. Okay, one more time. You need it one more time. He'll get the glory. He'll get the glory. Don't you worry. Somehow he'll always. He'll always get the glory. 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 May seem dark, but he'll always get the glory. He'll always get the glory. Say he'll always get the glory. He'll always get the glory. He'll always get the glory. Get the glory out of this situation. He'll always get the glory. He'll always get the glory. I don't have to worry or fear. Cause I know he'll get the glory. He'll always 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 get the glory. So this is what we're gonna tell him. Hey! So get the glory. Get the glory. Get the glory. Get the glory out of my heartache. Get the glory out of this virus. Get the glory. Get the glory. Get the glory. Get the 
glory. Say he'll always get the glory. Come on, if you're at home, I need you to praise him. If you know that he'll get the glory out of this situation. Hey! One more time. He'll always get the glory. 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 May not see it yet. He'll always get the glory. May not know it yet. He'll always get the glory. 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 Get the glory, get the glory, they hung him high, stretched him wide, he hung his head, let it die, three days later, he rose with all power, he rose with all power, get the glory, get the glory, get the glory, hey, he'll always get the glory, he'll always get the glory, he'll always get the glory, He'll always get the glory. He'll always get the glory. Somehow he'll always. He'll always get the glory. He'll get the glory. He'll get the glory. Somehow he'll always. He'll always get the glory. He'll get the glory. He'll get the glory. Somehow he'll always, he'll always get the glory. One more time. Say he'll get the glory. Hallelujah. He'll get the glory. Somehow he'll always, he'll always get the glory. 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 He'll I want you to say that at home. He'll always get the glory. He'll always get the glory. I know the devil may think that he won, but he'll always get the glory. He'll always get the glory. We may look like it's all over, but just know. He'll always get the glory. He'll always get the glory. Through God we have the victory. He'll always get the glory. He'll always get the glory. He'll Listen. Always get the glory. And if he gets the glory, He'll always get the glory. Then I've got the victory. He'll always get the glory. And if he gets the glory, then I have the victory. Hey. And if he gets the glory, I have the victory. He'll always get the glory. He'll always get the glory. Ask Noah, did he get the glory? Ask Moses, did he get the glory? The three Hebrew boys, did he get it? He'll always get the glory. Ask Jesus, did he get it? He'll always get the glory. 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 Somehow he'll always, he'll always get the glory. Now, if you know that he'll get the glory, you ought to praise him. Hey, glory. Somehow he'll always, hey, hallelujah. He'll always get the glory. I know it looks bad right now. I know I've been feeling a little something, some kind of way at home a couple of days, but I know that he'll always get the glory. Somehow he'll always, 
He'll always get the glory. Now come on and give him the praise. I know you're not physically in the building, but knowing that he gets the glory, knowing that he gets the glory. The Bible says we glory through tribulation. And that's because we know that he gets the glory. That glory. I said he gets the glory. Stop giving COVID the glory. I dare you to type Jesus gets the glory. Hallelujah. I said Jesus gets the glory. Magnify his name. Magnify his name. Come on, praise him, y'all. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, yes. Somehow he'll always. I don't know what he's doing, but the good thing is he does. Hallelujah. And somehow he'll always. I don't have to know what he's doing. All I have to know is somehow he'll always. Always get the glory. So thanks be to God who gives us the victory. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to If you're at home, which I know you are, lift up your hands and just say thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. There's power in the blood. Hallelujah. 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 What a wonderful Savior he is. He will always always get the glory he's got the plan grace to you and peace from god our father and from our lord jesus christ we are so glad that you all have chosen to worship with us today even if just virtually we thank god for another opportunity to be together with the saints today to worship him in spirit and in truth we may not be able to be in the building but thank God we are the church. The Lord is in his holy temple and we will worship him with everything we've got. We're going to uh, get ready to go into the word. Let's pray and then we'll go into the word on this Resurrection Sunday. Father, we thank you because you have given us another day, another opportunity to give you praise. We thank you, Lord, for letting us be together with the saints, even if just virtually. What a privilege it is to be able to just with a point and click reach so many people at one time. Your name be glorified. Your name alone. Thank you for Jesus who died in our place, who was buried, but who is risen the first fruit among many. We give you praise for this resurrection celebration. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We certainly could not have anticipated 
that we would be celebrating the resurrection of our Lord in this manner. Nevertheless, we are grateful for another opportunity to celebrate him. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 is where we're going to be studying today. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And if you'll allow me, I will begin reading at verse 12. I am reading from the King James Version of the Holy Bible, and here's what it says. Now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain, and your faith is also vain. Yea, and we are found false witnesses of God, because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ, whom he raised not up, if so be that the dead rise not. For if the dead rise not, then is not Christ raised? And if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain, ye are yet in your sins. Then they also which are fallen asleep in Christ are perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. Verses 12 through 19 of 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Paul is writing here to the Corinthian church, the church that was located in that thriving commercial city of Corinth, that city of great trade and wealth, that city, that city of luxury and affluence, uh, but it was also a city of great vice, a morally corrupt city. And in the midst of this sinful place, the Lord leads Paul to plant a church. And now sometime after he has planted the church and after he has left, he is writing back to the church so that he can, as Matthew Henry puts it, water what he has planted. He is writing to them because there are some things going on in this church that need to be corrected. I'm talking about the Corinthian church. There are some things which are just out of order. Paul says, first of all, y'all may be churchy, but you're not spiritual. You are not led by the Spirit. You are carnal. You are fleshly. You are controlled by whatever your flesh wants. I can't even speak to you as spiritual people, Paul says, because you are carnal. You are so carnal that y'all are arguing about stuff that doesn't matter. Some are saying, I follow Paul, and some are saying, I follow Apollos, when in fact we work together. One plants and one waters, but it's only God who gives the increase. But not only is there division in the Corinthian church, Paul says there's also fornication in this church. People messing around with people they're not married to. As a matter of fact, some of the things going on sexually inside the Corinthian church weren't even happening on the outside 
of the church. I don't write this stuff. I just report it. This church has some issues. Not only is there division, not only is there fornication, but they are so carnal that they are letting unbelievers decide matters between believers. They are going to unrighteous judges to decide cases between believers. I'm talking about the Corinthian church. There are some issues in this Corinthian church. The men won't lead. The women won't submit. They've got all the spiritual gifts, but they're all trying to use them without love. The prophets are trying to out-prophesy one another. When they come together, everybody has a psalm they want to sing. Everybody has a doctrine they want to teach. Everybody has a tongue they want to speak in. Everybody has a revelation that they want to give. Everybody has an interpretation that they want to offer. But Paul says to them in Winston translation, y'all sit down somewhere because God is not the author of confusion. And saints, I know it's 2020. I know we are far removed from Paul's letter to this out-of-order church, but I want to offer that in many ways the church of today is just as out-of-order. We can be real churchy, but I'm not sure that we're spiritual. We still have division among us. We still have fornication among us. We're still going to unrighteous judges to settle matters between believers. The men still won't lead. The women still won't submit. We're still trying to out-prophesy one another. Trying to out-sing one another. Trying to out-teach one another trying to out-preach one another, there are still some issues in the modern-day church. But ha perhaps one of the saddest issues that the Corinthian church was faced with was the fact that there were those among them, there were those in that saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost-filled congregation of believers who did not fully believe the gospel as it had been taught. Somehow, they had come to doubt what they had received. Perhaps they were just too sophisticated to believe such a tale. Perhaps they had become too educated to hold fast to what Paul had delivered to them. Maybe they were too intelligent for the simplicity of the gospel. Maybe they were too woke to hold on to what had been passed on to them. And my brothers and sisters, I'm afraid that there are many in the household of faith, even right in the body of Christ, who on this Resurrection Sunday are having a difficult time believing in the simplicity of the gospel that Jesus died, he was buried, and physically, bodily, was raised from the grave as the first fruit of them that sleep. There are those in the body who for whatever reason are not holding on to the gospel as we have been taught. But I want to preach today for a little while about the culmination of the gospel, this resurrection event and the things that follow. I want to preach from this subject, the importance of the resurrection. The importance of the resurrection. It is against this backdrop that Paul opens the 15th chapter of this letter to the Corinthian church. 
I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, that gospel which you received and the gospel in which you now stand, that gospel that saved you, if you remember it, so that your believing is not in vain. That gospel which is simple, that, that Jesus Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Paul goes on to offer some evidence of his resurrection. He says, Cephas saw him, then the twelve saw him, then five hundred brothers at once saw him, then James, and then all the apostles saw him. And Paul said, and last of all, I saw him. And then by the time you get down to verse 12, he says, now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then, then is Christ not risen. And if Christ be not risen, then our preaching is in vain. And that's our first stopping point today. May I offer this morning that if Christ be not risen, first of all, number one, our preaching is futile. If Christ be not risen, then all we have is futile preaching. It is in vain. It is useless. And frankly, we are liars. Let me state that the gospel has not changed. And my brothers and sisters, it is still the gospel of Jesus Christ that is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. Now I know that I may sound a bit old school, but I've got to tell you, I don't care what else we preach. If it is not rooted in the gospel message, it will not stand the tests of life. If the prosperity message doesn't find its way back to the gospel, then there is no prosperity to be had. If the social justice message is not built on the foundation of the gospel, it will only lead to frustrated hopes and unrealized dreams. If the economic empowerment message does not rest in the truth of the gospel, it will not stand. Let me say unapologetically, nothing that the church does Nothing that the church says preempts the gospel. Nothing is more important than the gospel. Nothing takes precedence over the gospel. Nothing substitutes for the gospel. There is no better news than God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Nothing is more important than the fact that Jesus lived, that Jesus died, that Jesus was buried, and that Jesus got up from the grave. You see, the resurrection is what separates Jesus from everybody else. Jesus wasn't the first one to be crucified. Jesus wasn't the first one to be buried. As a matter of fact, he wasn't even the first one to get up from the grave. There were other people who got up from the grave before Jesus, even in the Bible. 
But those really were not resurrections. They were, as Dr. A. Lewis Patterson used to put it, they were just resuscitations. There's a difference between a resurrection and a resuscitation. That son from Nain, uh, Jairus' daughter, Lazarus, all those were just resuscitations because they were temporary. When the time came, they all died again. And I dare you to check their graves. They're still there. There are others who, has, who are worshipped as deities. Uh, but if you check their graves, they're still there. Buddha? He's still there. Muhammad, he's still in his grave. Baha'u'llah, he died in 1892. And if you check his grave, he's still in there. Haile Selassie, Selassie, he died in 1975. Check his grave. He's still there. Y'all remember David Koresh down in Waco, Texas? He died in 1993. And if you check his grave, I guarantee he's still in it. Sun Young Moon died in 2012, but he's still in the grave. But there is one, Jesus, the son of the living God, God, and he died once for all. He died and he was raised from the dead and I guarantee he yet lives. An empty grave is there to prove my Savior lives. If he didn't get up, then all we have is futile preaching. Not only that, but according to Paul, if Jesus didn't get up in verse 17, not only do we have futile preaching, but number two, our faith is pointless. If he didn't get up, our faith is pointless. It's in verse 17. If Christ be not raised your faith is in vain you are yet in your sin that word vain in the original text literally means devoid of force without power it's useless if Christ was not raised then our faith has no force it is good for nothing it has no power to do anything it's really just for decoration if we can't believe that God raised Jesus from the dead then how can we believe that our sin problem is taken care of? If Jesus didn't get up, I'm not really free from sin. If Jesus didn't get up, then I can't really believe what the Word says. If he didn't get up, I can't believe no weapon formed against me will prosper. If he didn't get up, I can't believe that if I hold my peace, the Lord will fight for me. If he didn't get up, I can't believe that when I pass through the waters, he'll be with me. And through the rivers, they won't overflow me. Or through the fire, I won't be burned. If he didn't get up, I can't believe that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. If he didn't get up, I can't believe that by his stripes I'm healed. That's why the resurrection is so important because Jesus got up from the grave we can believe yes we believe we believe in the virgin birth because he got up we believe in his sinless life because he got up we believe he was God in the flesh because he got up 
We believe he walked on the sea, that he unstopped deaf ears, that he opened blinded eyes because he got up from the grave. We believe he called dead men out of their grave because he got up from the grave. We believe he knew no sin. We believe he was condemned to death. We believe he laid down his life for your sins and mine. We believe he wore a crown of thorns. We believe he, he, that, that he bore the nails in his hands and nails in his feet. We believe he died on Calvary we believe that right early he got up from the grave on the third day we believe he ascended up on high and sat down at the right hand of the father but one day he's going to crack the sky and the dead in Christ will rise and really that brings us to our third and final point if Christ be not risen all we have is futile preaching if Christ be not risen, then our faith is pointless. But then finally, if Christ be not risen, then they which have fallen asleep are perished. It's in the text, verse 18, if Jesus didn't get up, then all the saints who have gone on before are just gone. If Jesus didn't get up, everybody who has died is just dead. If Jesus didn't get up, those who have fallen asleep are perished. If Jesus didn't get up, there's nothing after this. If he didn't get up, what you see is all you get. And if this is all we got, if this world is all we have, if what I'm going through is all there is, then we are of all men, Paul says, most miserable. Maybe that's why some of us are as miserable as we are. Because we don't recognize that because he got up from the grave, what I see is not all there is. I don't know if you're in your house by yourself or not. If you are, look at the mirror. But if you got people around you, turn to somebody and tell them what I see is not all there is. Let me close. But now is Christ risen. So my preaching is not futile. Now is Christ risen. So my faith is not pointless and those who have fallen asleep will get up that's good news I got a brother that's sleeping in Jesus I got a father that's sleeping in Jesus but because Jesus got up from the grave and one day my brother's gonna get up one day my father's gonna get up my loved ones who've gone on before they will get up too that's good news I don't know about you but to me that is good news he lives he lives Christ Jesus, he lives today. He walks with me and he talks with me along life's narrow way. 
He lived. He lived. Salvation to impart. You ask me how I know he lives. He lives. He lives within my heart. When I was a little boy, Miss Ozia Taylor taught me to sing it like this. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds the future and life is worth the living just because he lives because he got up I'm gonna get up I don't care what's holding you down because Jesus got up hallelujah 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 because Jesus got up because Jesus got up one day whatever's holding you back is gonna have to let you out one day I know it may look like Friday right now I know it may look like Black Friday right now I know it may look like Good Friday right now but if you hold on you'll see his power hold on you'll see his resurrection power he got up hallelujah 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 why do we put so much emphasis on the resurrection why why is it that we put so much emphasis on the resurrection of Jesus Christ here's why because if he didn't get up then our preaching is futile we've got nothing to say if he didn't get up then our faith is pointless we don't have anything to believe in and if he didn't get up then everybody who has gone on before and when the time comes for us to lie down all we've got to look forward to is the darkness of the grave but because he got up We got some after this. We have something after this. That's why there's, listen, there's never a time that I get up to preach his word that I don't go to Calvary. I'm sorry, but I'm really not sorry. I'm, I don't apologize for it because the gospel is all we have. He lived, he died, he was buried, but that wasn't the end. He got up. The truth of the matter is, after he got up, he went back to the Father and sent the Holy Ghost. Thank God for the Holy Ghost who is just that sign, that earnest money until we get to see what we've been hoping for. But one day he's going to crack the sky. And when he does, those who sleep in him will get up. Cemeteries all over this world. Those who've been sleeping in Jesus get up well Reverend what about those who have been cremated 
their ashes wherever they are, spread all across the ocean, spread out in the backyard, under Uncle Henry's favorite tree, wherever those ashes are going to come together and they're going to rise. And in a, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, we'll be changed. We'll look just like him. That's good news. That ought to help us to go on a little bit further. That ought to help us to go on a little bit further. Listen, if you are not sure that you're saved, if you're not sure you're saved, you're not sure that you're going to spend eternity with Jesus Christ, I got to tell you, you need to know there is more after this. God loved you so much that he gave his son Jesus to die in your place, to die in my place. Check it out. You couldn't be good enough. I couldn't be good enough. You haven't done too much. You haven't gone too far. You're not too dirty. If you have breath in your body, you have an opportunity to get it right with God through Jesus Christ. Because there's more than this. There's the other side of the grave to deal with. And if you want to get up when he calls, you need to make sure that you know Jesus as your Savior. Listen, I can't promise you an easy walk, but I guarantee it's worth it. I guarantee it's worth it. Here's how you invite him in. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, that he's in charge, that he's running things, that he is Lord, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. If you're at home, you, you're not sure you're saved, you can say it with me right now. I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And I believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead. The Bible says you shall be saved. And even if you lay down and go to sleep before he comes back, when he comes back and that trumpet sounds, you'll be ready. To get up just like he did. What a wonderful Savior we serve. What a wonderful Savior we serve. Praise team, can y'all help me? We'll stay right there. That's love. That's love. Here's the truth. Jesus went Calvary to save someone like you and me that's love that's love come on sing the gospel Jesus went, Jesus went to Calvary to Calvary to save a wretch like you and me that's love that's love. That's love. Say it again, Jesus went. Jesus went to Calvary to save a wretch. To like save you. someone like you and me. That's love. That's love. They hung him high. Oh. Stretched him wide. Stretched 
He hung his head. For me, he died. That's love. That's love. They hung him high. They stretched him wide. And he hung his head. For me, he boils down to God loves you we couldn't do anything to earn his love and we can't do anything to keep his love he loves us period who wouldn't serve a God like this what an awesome God we serve just right where you are would you take just a second just lift up your hand and thank him for his love thank him for loving the unlovable thank him for giving his son to die in our place thank him just thank him right where you are just open up your mouth and thank him just thank him thank him hallelujah glory to your name Jesus glory to your name Jesus we honor you Lord we bless you Lord thank you for loving us glory 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 
listen if if you gave your life to Christ today if you made confession today would you just put it in the comments in on the Facebook or on YouTube put it in the comments if you're on the website go to the contact us tab and send us an email letting you know, letting us know that you made that decision for Christ today all right I promise you that's the best decision that you will ever make I promise you I promise you for those who choose to give you can do so by Givelify app on your telephone or the cash app just go to dollar sign MTCAL MBC Mount Cal MBC or uh, you can drop by between 11:30 and 1 right here on the campus the deacons will be ready and waiting to serve you you can drop off your offering and you can pick up your voter registration uh, for the absentee ballot we want to make sure that you are registered to vote absentee uh, so you can turn that in by April 27th all right God bless you. oh thank you you can also text to give at 937 543-5169. God bless you. Listen, this is hard being away from each other. It's difficult not worshiping in the same physical space. But I tell you what, God is still worthy. He's still on the throne. He still loves us. And so we will still worship him. All right. God bless you. Thank you so much for being with us today. Now unto him who is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God our Savior be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and forever. Let all the saints agree together. Amen. God bless you.